Welcome to Beyond Bite Wings, the business side of dentistry, brought to you by Edwards & Associates PC. Join us as we discuss how to build your dental practice, optimize your income, and plan for your future. This podcast is distributed with the understanding that Edwards & Associates PC is not rendering legal, accounting, or professional advice. Listeners should consult with their business advisors before acting on any of the information that is shared. At Edwards & Associates PC, our business is the business of dentistry. For help or more information, visit our website at enassociates.com. Hello and welcome to another episode of Beyond By Wings. In today's episode, we have a special guest for our listeners. His name is Dr. Santosh Patel, and he's going to talk about a very interesting subject matter that I feel like a lot of our listeners, especially in the dental world, may not be aware of, and I personally think it will be very helpful. And within the studio, aside from our guest, we also have Robert. Good afternoon. And without further ado, let's get started. So, Santosh, how are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. How are you guys doing today? Great. We're doing good. Thank you. Good, good. I, I wanted to make one quick correction. So I am actually not a doctor, even though I, I love being called a doctor. I am the spouse <laughs> of a doctor, but my wife's a dentist. But uh, just wanted to correct that as well, just in case people have some questions. But I am, I am more on the operation side. I'm not an actual clinician. Well, okay. you know, I get that same thing. My my wife actually has a PhD in psychology. She's a practice management consultant in the dental industry, and her maiden name is is Tiger. You know, Doctor okay. Tiger. And a lot of times, we're at a hotel, and they'll call, or I'll call down to the front desk, and they'll say, "Yes, Mister Tiger, what would you like?" <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'm the the husband of the doctor. So I, yes. you know, <laughs> yes. yeah, yeah. Okay, so tell us about your company, the name of the company, and and what exactly it is you do. Because I, we've had a lot of our clients and other people that have talked to me about needing, I think, what you do, what you provide, the service you provide. No. So tell us about it. Yeah, absolutely. Again, my name is Santosh Patel. So uh, our company's name is Complete Specialty Solutions. I'm the co-founder and president. Our, our really mission and vision within our company is how do we integrate in-house specialty services, right? And so it's not, we're not a locum agency. We're not a staffing agency. We're not just providing a specialist and kind of walking away. We're really focused on the complete solution of adding oral surgery, adding orthodontics, periodontics, or endodontics within your practice. You know, I come really from a, an operations background from the medical space, kind of built large multi-specialty physician groups. And my wife is a, is a dentist. And by virtue of that, we had a practice in Houston and eventually moved back to Dallas. That's where all of our babysitters are. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so that was a critical move for us. It was a very important move. Um, and, you know, by learning more of the dental space, we realized, obviously, there, there's a, a trend towards, you know, the one-stop shop. Right. Patients are asking for it. They're demanding it. They do it in kind of their different buying habits. Um, but there was some fragmentation in how that was really being provided to uh, dental practices. Right. You, you look at some of the larger DSOs out there, they're incorporating in-house specialty. So they have an oral surgeon who comes at a, at a cadence of once a month or twice a month. But we found it was, it was difficult, it was challenging for independent practices to be able to do that, right? You know, they didn't have a, a specialty recruiter. They don't have someone who is just 
focused on the specialty operations because it is kind of a different animal in integrating specialty. So that's really where our, our, our vision kind of started. Myself, my partners, one's an orthodontist, one's an, uh, an operator, and then one is a technology entrepreneur. So we, we really wanted to kind of create the operational vision of adding specialty into a practice and letting practices really keep their patients and, and revenue within their, <laughs> within their four walls. Well, I know in, in my experience, when a doctor comes to me and they, they say, hey, I need a, you know, orthodontist one day a month or I need a, you know, a periodontist for once a week or something, they have no clue where to start looking for that. They're, they think they're starting by calling me. And then it's like now it's it's I have to go try to find them somebody. And, you know, I, until I met you and, and you and I met at the, the Dallas Southwest Dental Conference this past Correct. September. Uh, mm-hmm. And until I met you, I didn't know there was anyone really in your space at all. So I think it's a, a, a great opportunity to really put two and two together and hopefully, you know, get five or more. Yeah. <laughs> well, is that, is that the CPA doing math? That- well, that, that's, that's, the crea- that's the creative yeah. way of doing math. Yeah, I love it. I love it. The, you know, the, to your point, as we were starting this business, like one of the first things we were doing, we were just going out there and asking Dennis, like, what, what are the pain points? We're asking specialists, what are your pain points in doing this? And one of the things uh, that would always come up from the, from the general dentist was, well, we want to do this. We don't know how to do it. Right. And so kind of our mantra became, well, we can be the how partner, right? We can, we can formulate a, a process where we take on the insurance verification. We go through the treatment planning. We can call the patients on behalf of the practice and collect a deposit, go over pre-op instructions and post-op instructions. You know, we can bring the specialist that is somebody who's a, a, a consistent kind of frame of mind for your practice, really seen as like an associate of your practice, right? It's not a locum that's rotating every week. It's someone who, you know, has some investment within kind of the patient experience as well. And and take on really kind of the bringing the specialty assistance, bringing, we even bring a front desk employee in to help manage the workflow. So the, the goal there is to take out any additional burden that the practice uh, would kind of have on on integrating a new service line, right? New specialty. It's you, you think about you know path of least resistance, right? But how do we become that path of least resistance? We realize we'll let us kind of take on each of those responsibilities for the practice and make it seamless. And that's great that you do all of those things that you mentioned. I didn't realize that myself. And I know in my experience, when I have a doctor that does bring in someone, they usually end up doing all the all the things that you mentioned, except the actual treatment, of course. And that's what the specialist is for. So your service is kind of a one-stop shop. Is it is that the only way you present it? Or are there some options that the doctor would have? The great question. So as it stands today, that's kind of we're an end-to-end solution, right? So we provide the full service kind of white gloves, you know, kind of service. There's been a lot of interest in, especially in other markets. So currently we're in Houston, Dallas, Austin, San Antonio, Nashville, and we're just expanding out to Philadelphia. But there's groups out in Seattle and California who are looking for parts of our service and not necessarily all of our service, but they really like, you know, we've done our demo of, of our software that we built they really like the software component that creates a lot of transparency to the specialists, a lot of accountability to the teams. And so that component is something where we're going to actually kind of break out like a, a CSS light kind of version, right? If you will. So, yeah. So, you know, I would say probably around March, uh, April, we'll have another option for, 
for customers who, you know, maybe still want to maintain some of those responsibilities, don't want to necessarily hand everything off, but, you know, still kind of want some core support. Okay. So how's that going to work? Are they, are they going to license the software? Are they going to purchase it outright? What, what, what do you picture there? So we, we envision it's like a tech enabled kind of model where it would be licensed for, you know, kind of a subscription per month to be able to have access to this, the software. And, and again, happy to even do a, a webinar and a demo of, of what that looks like. But if you think about it, it has data analytics on how many referrals are actually being referred in. Um, and it then maintains kind of an active list of those patients. The specialist from their mobile device can actually very easily see what the schedule is going to look like with access to the pano, the med history, all from their fingertips, right? And keeping it very simple. And then there's an active kind of communication on what's our percentage of case acceptance. There's a patient engagement component where, so you know, imagine when a patient is being referred, right? Uh, when a patient is being referred to a specialist, many times the patient has no idea who that specialist is, right? They right. may get a name. They don't have a visual. You know, in the past, we used to give a bio card and that was kind of our, our way of saying, here's the doctor. Well, now we're incorporating actually a video introduction of the specialist, right? So the moment the patient referral has been submitted, the patient now gets a text message of the, of the specialist, you know, the oral surgeon saying, hi, I'm Dr. Joe Smith. I'm your oral surgeon. We received your referral from your general dentist. We're going to be taking a look at all your x-rays and your medical history information. You're going to receive a call from us as well to understand you're going to be in great hands. And we're going to also consult with you and answer any questions you may have. Right. So that creates a complete different level of patient experience. And that's really something that we have focused on in terms of, you know, leveraging technology. That's great. I mean, I can't believe you do all that. And, and, and how do you charge for the service? So we're not doing it yet. We do this internally <laughs> for our existing clients. We haven't started licensing the software. So for all of our existing clients, the, the, the software is part of the solution. Right? Okay. Like we couldn't, we just could not operate our business without it. It is, it's our practice management. It's our project management kind of um, software. But in terms of how we license it, we're actually kind of going through the pricing now and kind of maybe different features. So, you know, it probably range somewhere between 100 to $200 uh, dollars a month per location. But, you know, ultimately the goal there is how do you kind of retain and drive these higher revenue cases and also provide kind of compliance and transparency back to the specialist. I mean, so there's post-op instructions that are video, there's pre-op instructions. So it really checks the box to, again, ensure that the patient has a, an optimal experience. Okay. And talking about your specialist, then do you have, are they employees of yours? And then you, what, hire them out to these other general dentists or, or how, do, how does that work? Mm -hmm. That's correct. Yeah. So they're, they're employed within CSS. We essentially just provide a, a service that is all inclusive, which includes, again, the, the provider, the staff, supplies, equipment, uh, and operational support to the practice. You know, our fees range somewhere between 65 to 70% of the uh, production, adjusted production. And, you know, what we find is many, many offices, and again, many offices integrate specialty on their own. They do a great job. I think if you go back and ask them, it took some time to get to that point, right? There's there some learning curves and some expenses along the way to kind of get comfortable with adding specialty. So we want to lessen that learning curve. And at the same time, we also want to come in with the perspective of if you did do this on your own, you know, you're, you're typically paying a 50-50 split with a specialist 
plus you're using your operations team, your resources. So your cost comes in at right around 60%. So we do have a, a little bit of a kind of a markup to kind of cover some of our additional support services. But, you know, we, we feel like we're pretty, pretty competitive to if, you know, the make versus buy essentially decision. Well, and, and what is your capacity and your availability of doctors? Because I'm always having people calling me and saying, hey, I need someone, you know, one day a yeah. month or one day a week. And, and, and how soon can you have them here? Yeah, so we, you know, we've been fortunate. Each of our markets, we're constantly recruiting our specialists. Many of our specialists actually own their own practices. And either they have their associates or they themselves come work with us. And so we're, we're constantly adding to our bench of, of specialists. So, you know, what we find is once we've been introduced to an office, we then go and do a, a little due diligence, right? We want to make sure this is a good opportunity for them. It's also a good opportunity for our specialists. And then once, you know, we've kind of got the green light on both sides, we're actually able to start and activate services within 30 to 45 days. We are mainly <laughs> out of network when it comes to credentialing, right? Sometimes offices ask that question. Our, our fees are right around the 75th percentile of the market. So, you know, we feel most patients don't care as much about out of network as they do out of pocket. And so as long as the, the patient portions and the fees aligned, knowing that we're not charging for a consult, knowing that we're not really charging for a new set of imaging, you know, we want to keep it pretty consistent for the patient, so, which allows us to kind of accelerate starting services faster. Okay. And if most of your specialists have their own practices, how do you deal with non-competes? So our non-compete, I mean, very frankly, our non-compete is uh, that essentially our specialists just do not work in the practice uh, without CSS for a period of two years, right? And so if the, if the specialist has their office, you know, four or five miles from the practice and the specialist is okay with still traveling to that office, then there is no breach of non-compete. Okay. Okay. Now, what if the, one of the patients leaves the client and, and actually goes to the specialist? You know, so, you know, we've been doing this for four years. That actually just has not occurred outside of maybe a post-op uh, visit that needs to happen. Oh, okay. A lot of a lot of our treatments are transactional, right? So it's root canal, it's wisdom teeth, it's an implant. You know, on the ortho side, you know, sometimes patients will ask that question if they can go to the orthodontist's office, you know, and that's just maybe because of the timing or the scheduling or the frequency. But ultimately, we kind of are able to redirect the patients to let them know, but really all their records and all their imaging and all their notes, everything's still tied to the to the family practice, as well as our ability to do coordination with their hygiene team, right? So we've, we've really kind of navigated those discussions to ensure the patients understand that, you know, the optimal place for them since they've already started their treatment is to continue their treatment at the, the general practice. Okay. So if I had a client that uh, called me uh, tomorrow and said, hey, I need a specialist in my practice, what do I do? What do I do next? I call you? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think that's kind of the benefit of, uh, you know, you and I and our partnership that we, you know, engage into is just essentially just, you know, supporting each other. We're, we're going to have, you know, general practices who have questions, even if they're not ready to start today, I want to be a resource, right? Sometimes it's, I want to start in six months. And so, you know, how does, how does, what does that look like? And what do I need to do to, to make my office ready for adding specialty? But, you know, absolutely, they can reach out to me, and at the, you know, I'm happy to give my email and phone number uh, at the end of this, if, if you'd like. Absolutely, um, but, yes. Yeah. That'd be great. Yeah. You know, the, the problem I see sometimes is, more often than not, the, the clients call me when they've already waited too long. 
you know, and, and, and it's not that they want to start in six months, it's that they wish they had started last month. So, sure. you know, so what is your availability? I mean, someone calls and says, hey, I need someone like within three weeks. Can you feel that? We, yeah, again, we can. It, what we, what we try to make sure we're not seen as is a locum agency, right? Right. We want to, we want to establish some longevity within the partnerships and the relationships we have with the practice. So if, if they're ready to have someone come in in three weeks and we, and again, we have specialists that, that have availability, um, which they do, we would create the meet and greet uh, with that practice to make sure it's a good fit for both sides. And then if you know, at that point, if they're like, all right, I'll see you in two weeks and we'll get moving on our side and we can operationalize it pretty quick. Um, you know, but again, we don't want, <laughs> we don't want to set it up for, for failure. If they've waited that long, I think it's okay to wait another, you know, 15, 20 days to make sure it's successful. And that's kind of our view. And, you know, where, where we feel like our models really hit uh, three kind of different areas is one, a practice who's never had specialty, but they know they have the patient volume for it. Uh, two, a practice that maybe has a specialist, but the specialist is leaving and they want someone else going to take in that, that program and that process. And then three, with, with what we're noticing with kind of smaller you know, groups or DSOs, is they eventually want to do their own specialty program, but they want someone to help them start it, right? And we've, you know, we've had some open discussions with groups that say, you know, like for you to help do this for us for two, three years, and you know, we may eventually want to take it on ourselves. Hmm. And as long as we're having open dialogue about it, you know, I, I think that's that's fair and that's okay. We're happy to help and, and kind of again build a program. We we're pretty confident that there's enough of a need out there within the the communities that we serve. That um, that our specialists can continue to stay, you know, busy and, and active. Okay, and I think Ash has a question here too. Go ahead, Ash. Yeah, yeah. I mean, fascinating information, Santosh. Um, uh, I know thank you. Earlier, you mentioned that uh, some of the phone calls that you guys receive are transactional, but at the same time, you're also saying that you know you don't want to be seen as a temp agency. That there should be some lent to that relationship. Is there? a contractual obligation for let's say someone who wants to contact you and actually wants to engage you for your services great question yes so we we have a contract now the contract does not commence really until we have our first production day and you know so that's essentially when kind of the 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 contract is really active the the intent of the contract is to protect the non-compete you know if we're we're obviously spending time and effort and resources Mm -hmm. to recruit specialists if we introduce them to the general practice and, you know, for whatever reason, the general practice wants to, to partner with that specialist independent of us, then that's just what we're protecting. But in terms of the, the actual contract itself, it's a 60 day contract and there's no obligation to, to actually schedule production days. So for example, let's say we're out there, you know, this month and for whatever reason you decide that you no longer want to use our services. We have that 60-day language in there just so our providers have access to any post-op patients needed. But there's no obligation that the practice has to schedule another day with us. I, I've always been in the mindset of I don't want to go into someone's house if they don't want me in their house, right? right? right. So and I think that's, and that's I think mutual and fair across, across the board. And we've been very fortunate and blessed kind of in our space that we've been able to develop you know, strong partnerships with our, with our clients. And just really building that through trust and integrity and not rushing anything, not trying to oversell anything. I think ultimately the business model makes sense, right? I think everyone conceptually understands that. It's making sure that 
the, the people that are in place are the right fit for that practice. And once we kind of get that ironed out and, and we find the right pieces, then this becomes a very successful um, relationship for all involved. I agree. It sounds mutually beneficial for both, you know, the person, the specialist, as well as the person who's calling in the specialist. Mm-hmm. So let me ask you this question for clarity on the contract issue. You said it's a 60 day contract, but to me that sounds like that the contract's only for 60 days, but is it, so explain that to me. It's it, if I hire your firm to, to provide specialists to my practice, I'm only obligated for 60 days, but if I'm going to use you for longer, how does that work? Yeah. So, you know, in, in Texas, I think all agreements have to be a minimum of like 12 year contract, a uh, 12, 12 month contract, <laughs> one year contract. Yeah. 12 year. Yeah. yeah no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 12, 12, 12 month contract. And, uh, but with it, with an out clause, right. And so the out clause is the 60 days. I see. Referencing. Okay. Mm-hmm. Great. Yeah. Thank you for clarifying that. Oh, absolutely. Okay. Ash, anything else you can think of, uh, to ask, uh, Santosh? No, not at the moment. I mean, I'm I'm just thinking of all the clients that can use this service. Oh, I know. Yeah, there's <laughs> a lot. If, if, if I can, if I can chime in, one one common question is, well, how do I know my office is ready for specialty, right? Right. And one of the things that we found over the, the last couple of years is, you know, if the practice has typically five to seven referrals that they know they're actively referring out, that's that's something to start kind of taking note of and recording within the practice management system, or you know, some some folks just use a binder however they are documenting it, but starting to actually track how many patients are they referring out and for what specialty. When you say that's important. When you say referring out over what period of time? A month? A month. Yeah. Okay. Yes. All right. Yep. Got it. So you know if you're referring out five to seven patients a month, then you can really justify uh, being able to to add a specialty program within the practice. You do definitely need to make sure that there is at least one, if not two, ideally two operatories that would be available. Um, you know, obviously at least one or two days during the week. Uh, I think that's important, you know, with, with oral surgery, we typically use two operatories, oral surgery, perio, we usually use two operatories, you know, we're typically done by one, one thirty. Uh, we start early, we try to finish early and, and, and be mindful of the practice. Uh, with ortho, we, you know, we start with maybe a couple operatories, but then eventually we do, we do become, you know, chair hogs. Right. Um, and so we'll, we'll take over the whole practice, which has not really been a concern for many uh, practice owners because that gives them a day off, right? Um, <laughs> and so it's uh, it, you know it works it works to everyone's benefit there. But um, you know five to seven referrals per month uh, of a particular specialty or or service, right? If it's you know implants or whatever, maybe um, it's also what we found is you know practices are averaging around seventy thousand of production per month. Usually has kind of a healthy active patient base. That is, that's not kind of a, a steadfast rule though. You know, I'll tell you, we, we work with some offices that are producing 30 to 40,000 a month and their specialty program is consistent 10 to 15,000 a month. And that's simply because the patients absolutely love and trust uh, the dentist that the dentist just does not feel comfortable maybe placing implants or doing third molar extractions. So it still allows for some, some revenue lift uh, within the practice. Okay, and, and before so, and before we get off here, refresh my memory. I know you mentioned this before, but say it one more time. The areas in which you're actively providing the the specialist right now. We are in Dallas, Houston, Austin, San Antonio, Nashville, and uh, kind of expanding out to Northwest Philadelphia market, so the Lancaster Bethlehem market. And then, did you mention Seattle before? Or did I just imagine that? 
So, yeah, so Seattle is more of a, um, that's, those are one of the groups that are looking for part of our services, okay. not, not the full complement of okay. services. And so we're, yeah, that was an example of using a, of a group that's asked for, uh, for us to kind of be creative with our existing model, um, which I think, you know, we should be able to do by, by March this year. Okay. Let me ask you this. If you're, uh, you have people in uh, San Antonio, would they be willing to go down to say, you know, Harlingen or Brownsville to do the service for uh, practice down there? So we actually have uh, some providers uh, within our pipeline that are in, in South Texas. Um, one of our goals is to make sure our providers are within about an hour and a half distance from the practice they serve. And that's really just for post-op uh, reasons, right? If there's any post-op complications or a patient is feeling some discomfort and they need a specialist to see them, we feel it's in the best interest for the patient experience as well as you know, compliance and liability. Uh, to make sure they're kind of within that within that vicinity. But if there is a, a practice or a group that's in a different market, we, we definitely would like to explore that because we could have some options to still serve them. Outstanding. Great information. I appreciate you being on today. Now take yeah. this opportunity to give everyone uh, your phone number, uh, email contact, and then we'll wind up the, the podcast. Absolutely. So uh, again, name is Santosh, S-A-N-T-O-S-H. Last name is Patel, P-A-T-E-L. My email is Santosh, S-A-N-T-O-S-H, at completespecialty.com. That's also our website is completespecialty.com. My phone number is 214-435-7263. My blood type is B positive. He's <laughs> <laughs> a funny man. And if they can't remember any of that, then uh, Ash, you can tell them how to get in touch with us, and we'll get them in touch with Santosh. Right, of course. So... All our listeners out there, uh, if you guys have questions or if you guys would like to hear other similar topics to what we discussed today, please feel free to reach us at info at eandassociates.com. And that and is spelled out A-N-D. Um, it was a pleasure having you here today with us today. Oh, thank, thank you both. I really appreciate your time. Sure. You bet. Thanks for listening today. Be sure to subscribe to Beyond Bite Wings on your favorite podcast platform. For more info, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn, or reach out to us on our website. You can also shoot us an email at info at eandassociates.com.